Hello, good morning and beautiful day to all my beautiful and handsome singers all over the world. You are welcome once again to Marriage Diet on this 10th day in the month of June 2022. I am your regular host, Irena Fragrance Ose Moaho. God bless you. I hope you are enjoying yourselves. I hope you are doing what is making God happy. And above all, I hope you are happy and pleasing God in one capacity or the other. So we are continuing on the topic stroke questions. Like actually, it was actually a question and I decided to make a teaching out of the question. And the question again is, who should I marry? As a single guy, as a single lady, who should I marry? I know a time comes in the lives of everyone when you are bothered about who to marry and it's not about looks alone about how cute or whatever those are things that would definitely fade away most times i always ask people this question look at that old man or that old man that has lost some of her tooth and um, even the old man too that has a, a bald head already if you check these people's pictures when they were younger, when they were still youth singles, you will see queen and um, a king, and then beautiful guy, um, a beautiful lady and handsome guy. But over the time, this beauty fades and it diminishes, and even in childbearing as you grow older in life. So these are not the things you should consider. He must be fair. He must be dark, airborne. He must be short. He must be very tall. He must have this shape. Mm-mm. With time, all those things will fade. But the true one, the true test, the one that will stand, the true test of time, are the one I have um, enlisted here for you to follow. And the first one is, you should marry someone that has the same faith with you. Someone that has the same passion for God with you. A believer like you. And I went on to also tell you to marry who again i say someone that has a purpose a purposeful person not the one that has no bearing in life and i also went to tell you to marry your best friend not just your friend don't leave your best friend outside and get entangled to just a friend and when there are these people tomorrow in marriage you'll be running back to your best friend you left outside and so we also talked about you marrying someone who respects you so much and like i shared with you respect begat love so please go again if you're not listening to the previous one go again and listen to this previous one and you get it clear so today i will be giving you the final one from my end here you need to add to them it's for you to marry someone that has a fear of god yes this is actually the crescendo. This is actually the one that um, that that summarizes all of them that have been talking about. It summarizes all of them. Marrying someone that has the fear of God would make you to have it smooth. I mean, sweet. I mean, well in marriage. No one. The Bible says the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. The fear of God, not the kind of fear like maybe if I commit sin, it will kill me. No, reverential fear of God. Someone that reverenced God, that sees God as wow, this is 
I love God, I, re, I, I respect God, I, I, I fear Him and I will not do anything that will make Him to be unhappy. I will not commit any crime that will suggest me crucify Him again. A whole lot of persons today that are married are having one or two problems with their husband or their wives because these persons actually do not have the fear of God. Today we see a lot of marital abuse in so many places. So many abusive marriage are everywhere. And I, I've come to realize that these persons, this man that will raise up his hand and hit his wife, if he had the fear of God in the first instance, he wouldn't do that. This woman will also raise up her hand and get um, an object and stab her husband to death. If she has the fear of God, she wouldn't do it. So the fear of God is what guides couples in their homes. When you see a man staying put in that marriage, not committing adultery, you see the woman, the same thing, irrespective of what she's going through, she's not committing adultery. She's not looking out elsewhere. It's because she fears God. It's this reverential fear of God I'm talking about. You have to see it in them. The way he carries God. The way she carries God, the way she th- takes the things of God, the time, the time for service, she doesn't play with it, time to study her Bible, time to um, 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 go to let me sow seed or to do one or two things, have a fellowship time with God, quiet time, communication time with God, he or she does not play with it, it's time to study the world whole. So you know from all these things how, as in this man, this woman, Will she, will he really fear God? In my marital journey, I've come to realize that fear of God, reverential fear of God, is the principal thing. Is what every every aspiring couple, those that intend to get married, should look at for. I married a man that feared God, and he always tell me, "Look here, if I'm not committing adultery, I'm not into any marital crime. It's not because if I do, you flog me." It's because I fear God, I respect God, I love God so much. I will not do anything that will make God sign up to be happy. I love God more than you, more than anyone here on earth. And he followed it till the end of his life. So a man that will fear God, that fears God, that reverence God, that, that, that loves God, will not hurt you, will not have a secret agenda, will not keep you in the dark and be carrying, committing all manner of things outside. It starts in courtship. If that guy fears God, respects God, will not hide, will not keep secrets from you, will not be having dark parts of his life or doing something that are not uh, um, uh, worthy of God and they will keep it from you. There were some Christian sisters then that will claim they are born again and they will see into Aristo and they will still go about from one place to the other having sugar daddies and I always say to people these persons don't change marriage does not change anybody no I've come to realize this marriage does not change anybody rather who you are before marriage gets magnified gets amplified it doesn't change anybody. It is what you put in that marriage box and you made empty that you get out of it at the end of the day. So don't say when we get married, he will change or she will change. A girl or a lady that is already double dating does not have the fear of God. He, she does not respect God. Now, where is the fear 
for the word of God, for this to bring God down. The word of God already says, do not be unequally yoked with an unbeliever one. It says, uh, marriage should not defy yourself. Marriage bed should be kept holy. Warmonger and adulterers, they will judge too. And yet, you are going into such crime. You don't fear God. Such person, when he or she eventually gets married, they will they have the tendency to still look outside. You see today some married women can't stay put with one man. You see today some can't even move as the woman is traveling today, the next day, they're looking for who will come and service them in their matrimony. Because they don't have the fear. It started from when they were singles. It started from when they were still in courtship. A girl that cannot keep one guy, relationship, godly relationship, will not keep one husband. Same with the, the guys as well. You cannot keep one lady, enter one relationship, keep yourself. You cannot keep yourself. Hey, forget it. Those of you that are already sleeping with yourselves now, don't think you have already lost your respect before that guy. Tomorrow, something will happen. They will think that is how you are. He cannot afford to live with another guy. He will believe, oh, the guy is already sleeping with you because you allowed him when you were cutting. So, all these things that you do have a whole lot of impact on your marriage tomorrow. Watch out for the one that has the fear of God. Tomorrow he will not make you cry because he cannot appear before God and God will ask him, John, what have you done? Why are you making your wife cry? John, no, he cannot afford God to turn his back against him. He wants to have a smooth relationship with God. Talking to God is always very sweet. I mean, those that are very deep in that relationship with God. So he will not want to do anything that would sabotage such a relationship because he's angry or fighting with you. So I want to beg you today, singles, when you are considering who to marry, marry someone that genuinely, not the one that fake it, that carries big Bible, that ties scarf around the ears, you won't even see the ear lobe anymore. That is not what I'm talking about. Most times, most people don't even fear God. They're just carrying out or playing out Christianity, playing out religion. So look out for the one you test to know if this one fears God. You test her, you test him, test yourselves. Watch out for this trait. The fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. Is that wisdom of God, heavenly wisdom, that will guide you when you are eventually married? So please, I want to beg you today, don't make the mistake of looking out for beauty. It will fade. Material things, it will fade. Looking for the one that has a very big screen television in his house. Don't forget, if you don't go for the one that has a vision, you will one day find yourself watching that one that has a vision in the television of your husband's house. Don't go for that one that has no bearing, that don't have what he, what he, what, what what is driving her in life. All about all she thinks about is fashion. The one that is in trend, the rainy dread, rainy shoe, rainy hairstyle, rainy perfume, rainy please. Hey, please watch out. Tomorrow they will make you cry because they will magnify that that they are now. That thing they are, who they are now. When you get married, it will get magnified. So please, lastly, who should I marry? Marry someone that has the fear of God. So I close with this. I pray that none of you listening to me, hearing me every day, will miss it in marriage in the name of Jesus Christ. I decree and declare to that one that has listened to this podcast, 
heard my voice today. If there be any power anywhere holding you to ransom, not enabling you to marry, I cut you off from that power, not in the name of Jesus Christ. I ask that the blood of Jesus Christ go to your foundations, the foundations of your life, and speak there, and speak there, and speak marital bliss there, in the name of Jesus Christ. So shall it be that every word that I have spoken today, will return back to me void may shall fulfill that which I am designed to fulfill in the name of God the Father the Son and the Holy Spirit Amen so don't forget to share this podcast don't be a lone eater as soon as you've gotten it you listen please share the podcast and as you do so God will bless you need to reach us please singles I will still encourage you don't just keep quiet in that relationship, things are happening that you didn't expect. You don't know whether to continue or not. Please ask questions and feel free to reach out through these numbers. Plus 234-916-201-7777. And plus 234-806-54-3394. Our WhatsApp number is plus 234-810-71261 and 48. Never forget, if marriage is an institution, couples and singles must be students. Remember, the marriage care truly cares. Love you. Have a wonderful day. Bye.